0: The supreme need of our time is for men to learn to live together in peace and harmony.
1: I have directed the continued and increased close surveillance of Cuba and its military buildup.
0: This is a strong nation. This is a compassionate nation. This is a decent
1: nation. And this is a nation that will not let terrorists change our way of life. And with eyes fixed on the horizon and God's grace upon us. We carried forth that great gift of freedom and delivered it safely to future generations. This is the American Perspective. This is the first episode of our discussion panel. I'm Joshua Newmark, and with me today is Eric Colbert and Aaron Somm. And just to give you a little bit of background about each of us, I'm a moderate Republican, and I've been in customer service now for about 20 years, and I've always been interested in uh, economics and government since high school, and each of us have a different perspective about politics and current events, and we'll start off with Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Sure. Thanks for having me on, Josh. Really appreciate it. Um, so I've been in IT for about 10 plus years, so I guess you could say I'm more in the technology sector than anything. Um, my politics, beliefs, you know, I don't believe in one way or the other, but I guess I would lean more moderate Democrat, um, which should make things interesting, right? Um, I love cat memes, I have three kids, I'm all over the place, so I hope I can give your listeners a good show.
1: <laughs> awesome. Aaron, what about you?
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, moderate conservative, um, background in oil and gas for about 10 years or so, and as well as high risk security and um, executive protection. 14-year-old um, daughter, does not live in the country, but is what it is. Uh, thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah, thanks for joining the team. And, you know, earlier we were discussing, uh, especially the political end of things, but voting. So I think it's a good thing to jump right into because. Oh, is it? Because, (laughs) Eric, you are not registered to vote.
0: I am not registered to vote. And I know this is going to get a lot of backlash, and it's probably (laughs) warranted. Um, So I apologize in advance.
1: (laughs) No, it's all right because, again, it's perspectives. So what is your perspective on voting? What has made you stay away from not voting?
0: You know, a lot of it was um, looking at the bigger picture versus the kind of smaller picture. Um, A lot of what I felt in the past presidential elections has been that my vote didn't matter. Um, Obviously, with this last election, that's not the case. That's really opened my eyes a lot. So it is something that I've actually started to consider, um, haven't quite put the effort into it, but I also like the idea. Uh, as I dug into it, that it's not just about the big, you know, the big play. It's, it's the local politics, the smaller politics. Your your gov- your city governors, you know, it's stuff like that that maybe it's actually worth it. Um, obviously, I haven't been one hundred percent convinced in order to register, or don't know how, right? Um, so I guess that's where I kind of stand on it.
1: So at least you're open to the thought of registering to vote. I am open to it, and so. <laughs> it's possible that one of us could could push you over that that edge, or maybe even <laughs> someone listening could have, you know, some some great ideas of why. You know, Absolutely,
0: and and you know that's that's a great kind of thing because I'm definitely open to ideas. I think that everybody should be, you know, to an extent. And what I've done in the past doesn't shouldn't dictate my future, right? Um, so yeah. I, that'd be exciting. I'd and love if you
1: don't
2: to hear get it. Involved, you can't change anything
1: right yeah, I mean every every voice is an important voice, and as we've seen with the last election, yes. <laughs> things get a yes. little close, and you don't really know how everyone feels, but especially with having this podcast, you know every we start discussing the why's and the whens and the how's, and everyone starts to understand each other a little bit more.
0: Absolutely. so I'm definitely open to it. Do your best. <laughs>
1: so to convince
2: you or for you to go to convince you to go register?
0: Well we'll find out, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> not, not because
2: you just want to go do it to just No, no, I will not I am
0: not gonna do it to appease anybody, you know. That's just not my way. Um, I, I have to really believe in what I want to do. Live in the system. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Well that's a, a lot of things with politically keeping that in thought. Uh, the Democrats and a lot of liberals are telling everybody what they should do, what you shouldn't do, and pushing and pushing and pushing. So that's no different than anything else. You right. Know, you should only do what you feel is right, not because somebody says you should.
0: Absolutely, and that might even be part of the reason why I've stayed away from it so long, because uh, I'm not the biggest fan of being told what to do and how to think and stuff like that. You know, I want to have my own opinions. I want to well, have my own could
2: thoughts.
0: No, I don't or know. Republican. I mean, I could uh, change to be whatever, man. I'm, I'm fluid. <laughs> I'm like water. You know. <laughs>
1: well, you know, in, in in Arizona, especially where we are, you can register as no party, which gives you no political affiliation. You get to choose your ballot in, in the primaries, yeah. and then it's open for general election. So that's also something that uh, that you could consider. And I know a lot of people yeah. in Arizona don't even know that you can do that.
0: Yeah, that's actually that's. Amazing. Like, I never knew that was a thing. And, you know, you, you make it, you, you put that out there, and you almost think, um, well, if I vote no party, then would my vote actually matter? But that's not the case, right, Josh?
1: Yeah. You know, I, your opinions are your own, and your values and your views are your own. And you should be able to follow your own judgment, your own morals, not worry about what anybody else tells you to do. And at least the way that it's set up gives you some working room. I think that the state could even get a little bit um, more open with the election and not even have you choose a ballot. There should just Mm -hmm. be an open election on primaries and the general. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Again, because it's forcing you into conforming. Right. If I don't want to.
2: what do you think of uh, party abolishment?
1: I'm for it. yeah, I, I'm done with the the party system. I think what the parties are using us to fight against each other and fighting their own battles for them when really, I think that we've come to a point where we're all thinking individually. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be an interesting concept, but starting fresh. yeah, for sure. yeah,
2: because the 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 lines are already drawn so they'd exist for quite a while.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, I think a lot of that has a lot to do with everything else we see and, and just the society today, you know, it's a very yes versus them mentality, no matter where you look. It's like, maybe I like Snickers, maybe I like Milky Way, but there's this battle going on. And it's ridiculous. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like the Twix commercial. Do you choose? Right. You know, <laughs> left, left or right? Actually, <laughs> right, right. But they're both the same. Like <laughs> That's not true. What? They're not the same. <laughs> they, what? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, taking the, the two-party or three-party system and getting rid of it, then at that point, do we still need the Electoral College? And I know, oh, Aaron, you like that. I like the Electoral College. Yeah.
2: I, think, I think it allows the smaller populated states to have a voice, not just California, New York, or Illinois, you know, and Chicago. And those are all highly populated democratic swing
1: state. True.
2: And just is what it is.
1: But if we focus on being a Democrat nation, Democratic nation, then the majority rule. So what about the whole point of if the majority votes, do we really...
2: But those are all your more populated areas. So therefore, it's going to be of the same mindset in those areas, just like it already shows. Uh, New York is a Democrat state. California Democrat state yes it has pockets of being Republican but there's and it's in Chicago but there's it's just not possible I, I I those are those people what is it conformity we were just talking about a few minutes ago that's gonna be where all of your big populations are and it's going to be everybody conforming to be one thing hmm. and that's going to be the swinger bounce' the highest pop- population areas in the United States so Every time there's going to be a vote, what was it, the last seven elections? If it was done by popular vote, it would be Democratic wins. or Democrat wins.
1: Well, except in the case of McCain and Obama, there was a million vote head, and a million votes were fraudulent to be, you know, at least suspected. Mm So would it still have won that way, or?
2: Well, it's going to get even worse if uh, people that aren't even legal citizens are able to vote.
1: So that gets yes. into a whole nother mm-hmm. side of that, but it almost would seem What if you're
2: going to go by popular vote, and you just allow whoever to come into our country to Well there's to a vote. lot of
0: there's a lot of interesting things about votes, right? Because we've seen um prisoners vote or ballots cast in a prisoner's name or we've even said dead people vote, you right. know, it's like what's going on here, you
2: know? No, prisoners can vote. It's just as long, what you, as, long as you don't have a felony, correct? Yeah, only. Yeah, mm. you still
1: have your rights unless they've been stripped because of that, that because sentence. Because of the felony, gotcha. But um, the, the question still remains, though. I mean, if you take away Electoral College and leave it up to a majority vote... Then it's or, the high
2: population centers that win.
1: Right, but you never really know how that's going to work. Uh, I mean, you can have a guess on the candidate because a lot of the candidates are... You know, like Hillary Clinton was the husband of Bill Clinton. So you knew what you were getting. Barack Obama was already, you know, in the Senate, you knew his voting record, you knew what you were gonna get through the election. But if you get someone that's maybe not so well known or controversial like (laughs) Ocasio-Cortez, would you expect that to turn into a Democrat vote versus a Republican candidate? So there there still is some, you know, some question up.
2: Yeah, and and somebody like her can definitely cause things to swing different ways, right? Where they were all for it, and now they're like, you're my representative, and I elected you to be my representative, and now please stop representing me. Right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. A whole other controversial topic for the podcast. I did. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I
0: think, I mean, I I don't know. I, I haven't read a whole lot about electoral college. I have an idea of what it is just through it takes, elementary, it you takes know, takes the
2: power away from the the highly populated areas. Sure, sure.
0: I, I guess my idea is is I think it could be adjusted. I think there could be changes to it. You know, it. I know. I, I don't remember what year was enacted, but it, that I do know it was a while back. Right. You know, and the way that you know, just technology and and people evolving our thoughts and how we are as a country. I mean, things should kind of change with us.
1: Yeah. Well, especially if you take into account that the technology and where we're at, if we could get um, voting from home, Mm. you know, where you could do electronic ballots straight from your computer, um, you get more power to the people to vote. You don't really necessarily need to rely on the Electoral College because an Electoral College representative could still swing the vote in any direction that they want.
0: That's true. Right. Right. Yeah, we get we definitely got to figure out the electronic voting. I mean, I am all for it, absolutely. But w- how many problems have we seen with it so far? You know, we have voting machines that can be hacked and easily, and, and they're not really taking into account the security that we actually need is is citizenship, and especially yeah. for such an important thing. I mean, you know, coming I, from the non-voter,
2: like. I do absentee <laughs> ballot.
1: You know, I vote from absentee ballot, and I always wonder: Is the county actually getting it? Is somebody intercepting it through the mail, or, or do they just kind of go, "Oh, yeah." Right. Is, go ahead, Even though you can check side. it, you know, you can you can wait a few weeks, check it through the secretary of state's office if it's a state level, or the county recorder, you know, if it's local, but. Until then, you still wonder, like, it, did the postperson get it and think, "Oh, well, I'm going to take it or not right. deliver it," you know? <laughs> and then what happens
0: if it doesn't? You know? Right. It's like, and then they come back and say, "No," like two weeks later. That's crazy. You I know? mean,
2: I, I guess you could also say, does the Electoral College let you have a voice? I mean, I guess it does to an extent, but not on the popular vote.
1: Well, you could also argue too that if the Electoral College is working the way it does right now, and there's a Republican candidate. That is swinging through like Trump did. The Electoral College picked up and gave him a lot of votes. (laughs) Um, But let's just say, for instance, we have a Republican candidate and the Electoral College kicks in and it doesn't go in our favor, you know? But you've got someone that's sweeping the nation, whether it's either side, that, that Electoral College could still swing in favor of someone else.
2: That's true.
0: Well, we've seen that discussion. It's like a time-old discussion, right, when it happens, and the popular vote goes one way, the electoral vote goes the other. The party that lost to the electoral college... Doesn't wants, want to accept it. Yeah, that. they want to abolish it. We've seen it on both sides, you yeah. know, Republicans and Democrats. But, so I think, you know, at least there's something there that, that that says we can change something, right? We should look at it at least.
2: Yeah,
1: Old systems are old systems, and they should be brought into the okay. the new century. So right.
2: saying that, what about the Constitution?
1: Mm, the that's Constitution. About, you, I say,
2: you say old systems are old yeah. systems. I mean, that's the founding system.
1: Even though it's said that it's a living, breathing document, I think that we've done so much to it to change it With when it amendments. was already in black and white mm-hmm. that everyone's granted equal rights, but yet we have to go in and make you know, an amendment after an amendment to add more rights or to be more clear. When I think if we just left it alone...
2: It would do its job just fine. Yeah,
1: yeah, I could agree with that. I mean, absolutely. I just
2: meant that as in you were the only reason I brought that up because you were saying that old systems are old yeah. systems, and a lot of people right now are saying, "Let's just rip it up and toss it out."
0: Well, that because that's too system. much.
2: Well, and I agree yeah. with that. It, yeah, it's like it's 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 either it's either one way or the other, right? Like, yeah,
0: it is what it is. And I mean, there could be arguments made that sure we could. Adapt it as we progress. I mean, we have to look at where we are as a society as, as a nation and see if it makes sense I think amendments are a great idea, mm-hmm. right? Um, because that was so long ago like it is very black and white But obviously a lot of us didn't get the message down the road and we had to kind of clarify, right? so You know the amendments are a great thing if we need to make more amendments We need to really look at it. We shouldn't be just adding them willy-nilly, obviously, but um, it's something we have to just kind of keep track of.
1: So keeping that thought in mind, the previous presidents have said we're going to repeal two if we pass one. So if we get rid of maybe two outdated amendments, because, again, if you keep amending and amending and amending, it gets away from the original structure and law. It's no longer the Right. It's it gone. also
0: adds that complication to it, doesn't it? Cuz then you have to really like study and be like, okay, well this amendment was introduced, then that this kind of does this, supersedes that, you know. Um which I don't think the amendments supersede any of the others, do they? They don't do anything like crazy like that.
1: No, but it just it starts getting into more and Ah. more explanations. Right. And then that's when it leaves things open for interpretation, which is the one word I can't stand in politics. (laughs) If it's written, it's written. I don't need you to tell me what you think it means. It's (laughs) written what your (laughs) opinion of it is. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's kind of like the law. Feelings are fact. Right. (laughs) Leave emotion. And that's one thing that a former boss told me told me once, is leave emotion out of everything Absolutely. and base it on fact because the minute you let emotion rule you no longer do what's necessary because
2: well, yeah, then you're acting out of you're not acting rationally you're acting irrationally.
1: right
0: if i brought emotion to a customer issue when there was facts to be presented and i just let my emotion go with me you know how bad that would look on me and my company for this guy like it would be ridiculous <laughs>
1: Yeah, it all goes back to doing the right thing. So I think if more people ask that question in politics, am I doing the right thing?
2: Mm. Or, or if like like what Robin Williams once said, if they all wore their sponsorship like a NASCAR driver,
1: well, you know, we, we we'd definitely
2: be able to find out what's going on. That, yeah, that would be interesting to uh,
1: you know to tune into C-SPAN and see the congressional leaders or Senate. Going in and speaking, and the all they're covered in all the stickers of the lobbyists and yeah. the the big energy producers, right? Or, or big
2: tobacco, or big pharma, or anything like that.
0: Oh yeah, I'd love to see them in race suits. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, they wanted transparency, so I yeah, that's a good start, That'd be the right? Best way to it.
2: Show it. <laughs> Sponsored in part by. Yeah,
0: who funded your pack? <laughs>
2: yeah. Speaking of lobbyists, where do you stand on that?
1: Oh, I think it should be outlawed. Mm-hmm. There's I mean, too, too many people getting involved with money and trying to either bribe or, or force someone's who, hand.
2: Who was it that once said that if you leave politics rich, then I forget who it was. I know I'm not saying that right. But there is a saying, I think Winston Churchill maybe, mm. said that if you get into politics and you leave it rich, then yeah, Eric, you're looking that up.
0: Yeah, I will look it up.
1: That's the nice thing about a podcast. We can go to Google. Yeah. You know, okay, Google, Google is the best thing ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do want to be as accurate as possible. Yes. Even though and, we have opinions. And I, and I don't want to
2: be a stuttering, bubbling, you know. Well,
1: I'm while thinking. Eric's while Eric's looking that up, what would Glenn Beck say?
2: Oh, jeez. So, uh, Eric, did you uh, go ahead and find that yet? Because um, we really need that information. I'm working no, on it. No, no, now? Now, You know, I got
0: one bar because we were out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs>
2: we are in a fine studio, sir. Thank you for Right,
0: yeah, sorry. Yes, I, I can't get it. My internet's bad. <laughs> all right. um, Next up. I'm gonna AT&T. say it was Winston Churchill.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and maybe the listeners can help us fact check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, all right, who, who Aaron Aaron? <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to be your quote
2: on the internet. (laughs) While I'm looking, why don't you guys go ahead and fill this time in?
1: (laughs) Well, it's probably a good time to go ahead and break. And in the meantime, this was just the first pilot of our panel discussion. And it gives everyone a chance to understand who we are and how we think and give a little bit of insight into the show. And um, the next show will be on uh, weekly, every Friday. So Friday's episode, we'll have a few topics to go over. We'll discuss those and maybe some things we find in the news that maybe isn't being talked about.
0: Oh, they're going to be exciting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if anyone is listening and you'd like to be a part of the show, you can always email your information to AmericanPerspectiveShow at gmail.com. Leave your details, how to contact you. You can also um, leave a recorded message and we can play that onto the show and answer any questions that you might have. And during the month of April, if you go to the Facebook page and add us and share the page, you can be entered to win a box set of Social Sabotage Game by BuzzFeed. And all of our information and details is available on the website, which is sky1radio.com. And that's skyoneradio.com. radiocom And it looks like Aaron has the answer. I
2: do. It is not Winston Churchill. I was way wrong. It was by Harry Truman. And you can't get rich in politics unless you're a crook. Oh, man. There you
1: go. That's powerful. That is the best part of leaving the show today, so thank you all for (laughs) listening and have a great day. Thank you to all of our listeners, especially those of you taking the time to send your feedback and questions. Zach from Indiana asked if we could talk more about ACO and the possibility of more representatives like her as younger Americans get elected into office. Kelly and Nathan asked us to talk about Jesse Smollett and the Mueller Report. We heard you, and we want to hear from you, everyone. If you have any questions you want us to answer, send an email to AmericanPerspectiveShow at gmail.com, and we'll do a special Q&A this week. Until then, thank you for listening. The American Perspective is having a social media contest. During the month of April, every listener that likes our Facebook page and either shares our page or recruits a friend, will be entered into a drawing to win a box set of BuzzFeed's new game, Social Sabotage. It's that simple. Click, share, and wait for the drawing during a live Facebook session on April 30th at 5 p.m. Arizona time. So what are you waiting for? Go to Facebook now and search for The American Perspective. You can also find us on our webpage, www.skyoneradio.com. That's Sky, O-N-E, radio.com. Good luck.